Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 105.7 FM The Fans High School Insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host, he's back, David <laughs> Cooks. Tried Week to trade three, him, baby. Tried to trade him to Concordia. Player to be named later. They wanted more. I Cavaliers said, no. wouldn't take me either. They, no, they would not. He is uh, author. Uh, a book called Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. It's a great uh, Christmas buy, I think. Um, how, are, how are book sales, by the way? Hey, book sales are good, man. I was yeah. somewhere this week and ran out of books. How about that? Did you bring one today, by the way? Absolutely. I always bring three. Yeah, it's good. Very smart. <laughs> Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. I think uh, not only have I read it, I've, I've recommended it because there's a page in there that maybe the, the, the best written page of <laughs> any book I've ever seen in my life. What's on that page, Mike? It's all about me, man. There we go. <laughs> How my about name's that? on it. That's all I know. That, that right there is the best reason to buy the, the book. That's the best reason to buy the book. Hey, our special in studio guest, I've been a fan of his for a long time. We've been friends for a while. Pat Clary, head basketball coach, Brookfield Academy. <sighs> Took one on the chin last night, but a heck of a game against Milwaukee, Washington. I know exactly what you guys went up against because that's a good basketball team, coach. Yeah, good morning, guys. That was a great game last great. Last night, great high school game, uh, great event. Um, really enjoyed it. Our guys competed hard. Uh, we were plus two at half. It was a one-possession game with three to go. But when you play a great team like Washington with tremendous size and athleticism, you have to play perfect. Right. And there were we had a couple empty possessions down the stretch, and it got away from us. You know what what happens with, with them? And then, like you said, Foster gets a dunk, and they hit a three, and, and things start rolling. And um, but it, the eleven don't let the eleven point loss fool you. If you're looking at that score, like you said, it was a one possession game with two to go. So yeah, we're very proud of my guys the way we competed from start to finish. Um, it, it it these games are measuring sticks for us, and we we try to play a very difficult non conference schedule. Like you like you guys, we prepare for the the state run, and these are the games that give me a good idea and a lot of film on where we need to improve. Sure. Well, and, and the the difficult part with playing Washington and trying to improve from that is you're not going to see many teams with that kind of size. When you're talking 6'10", 6'6", 6'7", I'm watching them on film, and, and I thought, man, what are we even doing in this game? And our kids went out and competed. We have we start five seniors, which is different than, than what you guys do, and um, our kids weathered a couple of storms through that thing, and I was proud of them. The, the tough part is, you, you know, now they think we'll beat Washington. Well, St. Catharines that we play today at 430, Pat, I'm not kidding. Every bit is good. Every bit is good. Different size, but kids that compete and are tough and got a lot of moxie and will get in gaps and, and, and take away the stuff you want to do. And so we got to get after it again today at 430. 
Yeah, you're playing a tradition too. Right. Um, started by Coach Letch and now Coach, Coach Bennett. Coach McGuire started. Coach McGuire. Well, before your time, but my time, Coach McGuire. In fact, let me tell you, and I've told this story on the show, but I have to tell it again. My my mom was a big basketball fan. She she still is. She listens. She's at the Catholic home. Joan McGivern still listens to the show every week. I'm a little kid, um, I don't know, fifth, sixth grade, something like that. My mom didn't even like to drive when it rained out. And now it was snowing pretty good, and she was like, get in the car. And I'm like, what? She's like, I'm taking you to a basketball game, high school basketball game I want you to see. She drove me from the east side of Milwaukee to 35th in Wisconsin. And Marquette was playing Racine St. Catharines, and it was Jim Jones and Allie McGuire. And we get in. It took us, it should be about a 10 minute ride. It took us like an hour. We got there in time. We go up, and the guy, the kid at Marquette High Kids said it's sold out. And she goes, no, you don't understand. My son's getting in to see this game. And he said, ma'am, it's sold out. And she said, I don't care. We're getting in. And he just put his hands up, and he said, go ahead. Find a place. <laughs> so we walked in, and I saw Racine St. Catharines with Jim Jones play Marquette High, Allie McGuire. And from that moment on, I had the bug. And you know what I'm talking about because you have the same – both of you guys have the same thing. But that, that tradition – they came out with a black and white ball, black and white uniforms. They had the ball spinning, and I was mesmerized by it. And I thought, one day I'm going to do something in high school basketball because of that game and because watching that St. Catharines. And you're right, that tradition and what they have on their front of their jerseys sometimes gives them about a five- or six-point advantage before you throw the ball up. Yeah. I mean, I, grew, I went to Thomas More High School, and my father took me to a Thomas More Dominican game. Um Sold out. We were the last last group let in before they put the rest of the overflow crowd into the cafeteria. And same thing, Dad. I'm coming here. Yeah, I want to. I want to play for Coach Fons. This is this is all I I want to do. Man, in that so How about it's you? Crazy. History Where'd your here. bug get? Uh, when I was at Market High. Yeah, you know, I was I was there with Noack, and that's when the we had the, the Metro Conference, the Catholic Conference, sure, yep. whatever it was called, and that's when it was St. Kate's and Milwaukee Lutheran, Mesmer, Mesmer. My Dominican, alma mater. Pius, uh, Kenosha St. Joe's, yep. Racine St. Catharines, and the hooping was crazy. I think, hey, look, and we've had this conversation. The boys that are sitting on the couch, the Brookfield Academy boys that are sitting over there, they're, they'll roll their eyes a little bit at it. I think it was the best conference in the state of Wisconsin, bar none. Ever. Ever. I, I mean, I every night was, the games were, Dan Ridge and all it. those guys. You remember that? Th- oh. those, those games were they were they were insane. They were insane. And every night was sold out everywhere. And yep. you would go from look. I was at Dominican and we were coaching, and and it would be you go from Marquette on Tuesday to St. Catharines. So for for us, you go from you know from Damon and 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 those guys, uh, Key and and that group to McIlvain. To, you know, and then you go down to, and then it's, you know, Nikki Van Exel, and it's you, it just every single night there were guys like this that you had to figure out how to stop, how to slow down a little bit. Van Exel put up, this oh. before threes. We go down to, no, he comes to our place, and he puts up 40 on us without threes, and he was hitting from the parking lot, right? So now we go down to St. Joe's, and I invented a defense. <laughs> I did. I invented a defense, and here's what it was. It was a simple 2-1-2 two, two zone. But whatever side of the floor he's on, that guard is picking him up man. So he's yelling box, and they're running him through screens and baseline screens, and the other guard just slide out and pick him up. We held him to 12. And his coach came, 
Chabrello came out in the paper the next day and said he had the flu. He did have the flu. I invented a defense. Now, nobody's ever used it since, but it worked for that one single night. And our guards just were two guys that talked a lot. I got him. You got him. Here he comes. Here he comes. And whatever side of the floor you had, we, we didn't care about anybody else on top because they couldn't shoot, but we stopped him. And we still lost, but <laughs> coach came out and said, hey, yeah, we, another kid went out for 20. It was like the best game of the kid's entire life. So, But I agree with you. You know, that history and, and that feeling that we have about that conference, and I don't think it's the older we get, the better it was. I think it was that good. I think it stands on its own. I mean, you take a look at the players. Just go back. The pros. That the pros and, and the Hall of Famers that were, were part of that conference. It's it's remarkable. I mean, when I came back to Marquette High in, in 1999, and, and it wasn't the same. I mean, that whole conference was gone, and uh, we had the Brookfield schools, and, and there, it was competitive. Yeah. But it was not um, the 80s in, in the early 90s. I, I get people that say, well, come on, man, you guys recruit. You, got, you know what? Back then – People wanted to send their kids to private mm-hmm. schools, and they were a little bit more affordable. And look, at, at Mesmer, we, we had some decent teams, and when we played outside of conference, we were, we killed teams. But in conference, we were middle of the pack, easy. And it was, uh, man, it was fun. Let me tell you about today's show. We got a good show today. At uh, 11.05, Paul Combs, head coach of Carroll University, is going to come on. Um, one of your sons plays there. That's correct. Uh, my son, Ryan, he yeah. plays for Paul. Couldn't be happier. Great situation. Yeah, when I called Paul, I said, uh, hey, I've got uh, Coach Clarion, and he said, uh, he wants me on? I go, yeah, his son loves playing for you. He goes, okay, I'll come on. So he's coming on at 11.15 for a couple of minutes. Major Tim Meyer from Salvation Army is going to join us. At 11.30, Bob Letch, former head coach at Racine St. Catharines, is coming on. I was down there last, now, a week ago last night. We go Friday, and they um, they dedicated the gym floor to him, and I didn't know that was going on, and I walked in at the perfect time, and it was really emotional, and it was emotional for, for everybody in the building, including me, and I reached out to Bob and said, could you come on? I just want to talk about what a great honor that is and, and what I saw with my own two eyes and how I felt watching that happen for you, and he said, yeah, I'll come on. He said, but then were you going to get a spot for me during that St. Catherine's I said, who are you rooting for? He said, St. Catharines. I said, we're sold out. You ain't getting into that game. There's absolutely no chance. 1045, we have a special guest joining us. It's a surprise guest, so you guys don't worry about it. Um, but that that will be fun. I'm Santa looking Claus forward to coming? that. Might be coming. Well, on the radio. It's, it's, this is radio, not TV. Craig Harden's coming in, by the way. Because we're gonna, you and I are going to tape a little TV segment with everybody here. Oh, absolutely! For oh. A new TV show called The Athlete. Oh, we're going to do that today. Yeah, we're going to do that today. Good thing I bought an extra blazer along. Right? Yeah, I saw I that. Got radio, I got my radio face on today. Well, we're multimedia. We're we're like media moguls. <laughs> now that he's an author, I, did you know I'm his agent? No. Yeah, he didn't know that either. But for every book sold from here on out, I get fifteen percent. Oh wow, we need to talk about that off air. <laughs> we do. Okay. You can you just say yeah, that's good on <laughs> no, air? No, I, I cannot say that? that's good on air. Smart. Hey, let's get to a break. On this side of the break, I'm going to start introducing some of these seniors, seniors, juniors, basketball players. What do you have with you? Who did you uh, t- bring in today? I brought my uh, my son, Aiden, um, and then four of our seniors uh, that have been through the program, uh, been through the wars with me, Marco Humphrey. Uh, I got Michael Who- Connor. I got uh, Robbie Linnell, and I got Jack Falzone. Who, uh, which one of those guys, if I made you leave uh, the studio, would tell me the truth about how hard it's been? 
how hard it's been. I think all four of them would probably say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, we're, we got a unique culture, and, and these kids are a credit to it with the way they uh, um, they endure the grind and get better every single day. Which one's the talker in the group? The talker, that'd be probably Michael Connor. Michael, raise your hand for me. Oh, Mike, I can't see him, but maybe we'll uh, – hi, Michael. How are you? Um, we're going to have all these guys on the show, and we're going to move guys in and out. Uh, throughout the show, but again, at 10.45, we got a special guest for a couple of minutes, Paul Combs at 11.05, uh, Tim Meyer, Major Tim Meyer of Salvation Army for a few minutes at 11.15, and Bob Letch at 11.30. We're going to keep Bob to one segment. Okay. You, you think, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to try Good my luck best, with boys. That. I'm going to try my best. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. God rest ye merry gentlemen, nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior, born on Christmas Day. To save us all from Brought to you by David Cooks. <laughs> he sent me an email. He said, hey, man, you got to change some of this up. So he sent me... I, I took a few of them. I listened to a couple. Yeah. These are three good ones that I picked. Hey, just I add not, a little flavor to the Kool-Aid. A little flavor to the Kool-Aid. So we're trying to Welcome do. back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Hey, do you presented. know who that artist was? Michael McDonald. There you go. Very good. Thanks. You know who Michael McDonald is? You I guys do. know who Michael McDonald is? They don't, but I do. The Doobie Brothers? Yep. The Doobie yeah. Brothers. Michael McDonald. You do, Pat, right? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, good. Not yeah. these other guys. No, they have not. What hey, a fool is. What'd you do with that money, by the way? The money your mama <laughs> gave you for singing lessons. Because you obviously didn't take the singing lessons. <laughs> they you, loved it. Yeah, you obviously did not take the, the lessons. You you bought the, something else with that money. One of hey. our biggest arguments at uh, school is uh, the warm-up tape. Oh, and, man. And I'm in charge of the warm-up tape. Because warm-ups is about me. And enjoying our music. <laughs> you know what? These guys oh, are all holding their right eyes. Now. They're not I know. happy. I know. They are not happy. Hey, before we, we've asked your son Aiden to join us, and then we're going to get to the other boys uh, throughout the show. Uh, before we get to that, you guys are playing in the WBY shootout again this year? Yeah, just blessed to have Mark Miller always invite us back, and it's Man. just a great, great tournament. It really is. December 27th, 28th, and 29th, it's wall-to-wall basketball. It's the Rickman Jarris Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook Shootout. Uh, you guys play, let me take a look. You guys play Manitowoc Lutheran and Mineral Point. Yes, two outstanding, outstanding teams. Yeah, I'm very familiar with uh, Manitowoc Lutheran. Uh, Gordy Zastro and, and Trey Zastro, I've known him since he was about three years old. And that kid can straight up shoot it. He's a good basketball player. Aiden, you know him? Yeah. And you play with him, against him. You played against him last year, didn't you? Did you guys play against him last year? I don't think so, but no. I've, I played with them in um, eighth grade. I played on the Wisconsin uh, uh, Playground Warriors. Okay. Yeah, he was on the team with me. Yeah, that was a heck of a team, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We are joined by uh, Aiden Clary. He is a junior. He uh, dropped 20, how many? 27. 27 on Washington last night. The fries and the shake come with that? was just straight up nuggets. <laughs> Man, all of it came with it, right? <laughs> yeah. The Wendy's Fries and Shakes, because they are a sponsor of this show. So, by the way, yeah, that's called Synergy, right? And then yeah, That's good. Hey, um, for coming in today, our friends at uh, at Wendy's have given you a bunch of coupons. Um, and they're, they're gift cards to use at uh, Wendy's. And you can, 
I know everybody's listening, so you can either bring the boys that are with you, you can take your staff, you can hold it and take your family. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking I'm going to reward my guys with those. That's just awesome of Wendy's. Yeah, it is. And and thank you, Sheila, Mickey, and the people at, at, at Wendy's. I really appreciate it. Aiden, how do you like playing for your dad? Let's get right to it, man. Oh, let's just yeah, right let's off. just go right to it. You know what? Let's just take the three. What we got it, man. How do you like playing for your dad? Well, it's uh, it's tough because when I'd make a mistake, I I usually get it for the whole day. Because <laughs> after after practice, I'm I'm back home with them. I'm in the car with them. So he'll let me know if I did something wrong. Now here here's the thing. You're the third, right? Yeah. I'm the and third. there's another one coming. Yeah. But by now, he should have softened a little bit. Not so much? No, not so much. You think it's that whole Irish thing? I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I also coached my son. And um, I think you go one of two ways. And I know which way your father has gone because I went the same way. You're either tougher on yours or you let him do whatever he wants and he's going to get 15, 20, 25 shots and you're not going to discipline him as much. And I've seen it go both ways. And I think being tough on your, on your son – um, is probably the way to go. I do, as long as you can 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 now be his father and his parent. So once for us, it was once we got to the kitchen table. When does that crossover get, get there for you guys? Um, I'd say right after practice. Good. And we get in the car. That's the crossover. Pat, Patrick and I, and I don't. This isn't a Dr. Phil show, but I got to ask you: How much have you changed? <laughs> how much have you changed coaching your son from your oldest to Aiden? You know, you, you like to think you get wiser with time. Um, I, I I enjoy this time of year because all the guys who played for me come back, and and they all tell me to say, "You got soft, coach," and I'm like, "I didn't get soft." No, you but, got soft. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, it's you got to remember that I want them to have an experience also, and not you know, it's it's tough on my sons because, you know, I'm yelling at their friends, I'm chewing tail on their friends, and you know, and their teammates and, you know, then they have to go hang out with these guys knowing they just, they're, they got to butt you. And so it's, you know, I always got to remember that, you know, I want them to enjoy high school, enjoy this time as well. And let me tell you, Tony Bennett on, um, and he played for his dad, Dick Bennett. And Tony's now, you know, coach at Virginia. He played at UW-Green Bay. And he told a story about after every practice, he would, he would shoot for 20 minutes. And not because he needed to or not because he wanted to, but he let his teammates complain about their coach for 20 minutes in the locker room without him in there. And he said, look, I never let my dad know, but then I had Dick Bennett on another show I do called Faith in the Zone. He said, oh, I knew. I knew exactly what he was doing. He was giving these kids a couple of minutes to get things off their chest about me because he didn't want to hear them yelling and complaining about his father. And it, being a coach's kid is a really difficult thing, Aiden, where you're at. And one day you'll have some laughs about it. Your older brothers are now saying, oh, he's not nearly as tough on you as he was on me, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's I'm sure that's what they're going to say. But once you get through it, through the grind, you'll, you'll, you'll hug him and say thank you for, you know, for teaching me this game of basketball, showing me the love, and the amount of time that you guys hang out together, which is really invaluable. I think it's, it's phenomenal. Look, I've talked to your dad about you off the air, and, and just in conversations, he's really proud of you. As, as a young man, as a basketball player. And he tells me that. I don't know if he, I hope he tells you that. I don't know if he does, but he doesn't just say, hey, look, he's just a good basketball player. He shoots the ball a little bit. You know, he talks about you as an overall kid and some of the things that, that, uh, that you accomplish. The most difficult thing about playing for him is what? 
Um, expectations? Yeah, probably that. Expectations. See if and probably keeping my composure because that's what he harps on me the most about. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. I didn't find out until uh, probably three weeks after my son graduated from high school. He went to Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. We had 67 kids in the whole school, seven boys on the basketball team. I call this the Caucasian invasion. Seven <laughs> white kids that would just go play anywhere, right? And I didn't know until three weeks after how much how much grief he had gotten in the hallways, even a little school like that in the locker room. He He shielded me from that. And then all of a sudden it was like, Hey, look, just so you know, I had him in here. It was him and uh, Cam Cerrone, Andy Cerrone. And Cam said, look, I was going through some stuff I didn't let my dad know. And then Matthew said, well, here's what I was going through. And I had no idea how much grief he was taking. Kids saying, hey, look, you, I turn the ball over, he pulls me out. You turn it over, he keeps you in. Why is that? Why do you get to shoot like you shoot and I don't get to do that? Well, the kid was horrible. That's why. The kid that was complaining the most <laughs> But I'm always wide open. And I said, you should have told him he's wide open for a reason. We got scouted. And they know you can't shoot. That's why they let that kid wide open. But he was going through some stuff that I didn't know about. And I'm sure that one day you'll fill your dad in on some of it. Um, I sat next to your mom at a game. She gets after it too, man. (laughs) You know, that's the tough part. My wife didn't know a lot about basketball. She just always yells, box out. That's her go-to thing. <laughs> box out. Box out. Are you good? We're beating them on the boards by 15. Box out. Come on, Matthew. Box out. But I sat next to Rob, and she knows the game maybe. Way, uh, way better than me. Maybe better than all of us. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I finally said who, to somebody, who am I sitting next to? They're like, Coach Clary's wife. I go, wow, he did good. Yeah. He, right? But she gets after a little bit. So you kind of get it from, from both sides. Yeah, I get I get both sides. My mom uh, was really good back in college and high school, and we usually use this phrase like that. She just says, "Roll the balls out," but she's a lot more intense than that. She she's in the game. She's talking on the sidelines. I could hear her the whole game. Oh, you can. Yeah. When Matthew went away to college and we and he played at Maranatha Baptist Bible College, he would tell me that that it, the gym is packed. I cannot hear my coach, but I hear you. I hear everything you say. I'll be up at the top of the stair- stands. I'll be like, are you kidding me? Get in a gap and find somebody. And all of a sudden, he'll look, and I'll be like, you got to be kidding me. Or I'll yell, are you going to hit one shot tonight? And I'll say it like I think to myself, but I have that voice that kind of carries. And he'll look at the crowd, like, look up in the crowd. I'll be like, wow, I, I have to start just thinking things because he, he can't hear that. You'll be like that. When you play in college, and your mom comes, you'll be able to hear her no matter how many people are in the crowd. You know that, right? Yeah. Hi, tell me about this team. You feel pretty good about where you guys are at? Yeah, I feel pretty good. We got uh, a lot of guys back. We 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 lost last uh, last year only two seniors, but we got a lot of talented dudes and a lot of guys that want to work together. So it's important. Yeah. Um, you guys have a tough schedule. It's a difficult. And I'm looking at it. You know, you're you're one and two at this point. Uh, Bayview, tough. Yeah, we we came out. We thought we can just play cool, and we thought we were the better team, but they just got the best of us on the boards, and we just gave up one. You, you had that one over again. You'd get that one, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. The Messmer game, um, tough. Messmer, Messmer and Brook Academy are always good games. Yeah, they uh, they had your DVD on shooting, and they came out and hit 8 of 12 from in the first half from the three-point line. 
Oh, man. Yeah, you're not going to run away from those guys when they're no. hitting like that. And those were all contested shots. So my hat's off to – they got a new coach. Coach K stepped down. He did. Um, coach yeah. Armstrong's there now, and they're playing hard. I talked to Coach K yesterday. Jonathan Carson's coming back to Tompkins. Yeah, great. Oh, I coached him. Yeah. What a great kid. Great kid. Wow. And uh, he called me yesterday. And coach K called and said, hey, look, he's got a degree in communications. Not quite sure what he wants to do. Can he reach out to you? I said, yeah. So he called me, and we'd spend a few minutes on the phone. When, when he gets to town, I'm going to have him come in and maybe join us in here for a little while. And, and uh, I said to Coach K, how you feeling? He said, it's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. You know, he said, I have not. I've watched a little film, but it's, I can't get in the gym yet. I can't do it. So, I, so he'll, get, he'll get to a game. I bet after the first of the year he'll step in. Um, it's good stuff. St. Francis coming up uh, next Friday. How are they? Coach Marifke, he's got them playing well. They're they're in, early in the season. They're undefeated. Um, they're undefeated in conference. You know, with with us, it's uh, you know, we want to be that team. One of our goals every year is we don't ever put up wins and losses. We never do anything numerical. But one of our first goals is we want to be that team that other teams circle on their schedule. We want to be that hardest opponent that they look forward to. And then you got to every like Mesmer. They played us like it's the national championship. St. Francis will do the same thing. Well, you, you guys have accomplished that. Yeah, I was going to say you, you've earned that. You've earned yeah. that right. Yeah. To, to have you have you have a great tradition. Yep. And so yep. when when I love that when people uh, come and give you their best, uh, it gives you a chance to get better every night. Every too. night. So you've always wanted to be the hunted, not the not the team hunting. You want to, you want teams to come because that that's a great point, Mike. Yeah. You know, it's like early on I wanted to be you know. Uh, underachiever right. that I mean the guy that overachieves trying to climb the mountain now we stand it on the mountain I mean I'm yeah. 90 and five in the conference in the last six years because of the players I've had um so again you know we're trying to keep people off of that mountain trying to not and it's a different mentality you got to work twice as hard as you did climbing that mountain oh yeah staying up top is a lot harder than getting there a lot harder because you know what you're right these these kids they there are kids out in your conference have never beaten your son. Never. Or, and, and, and if they have brothers, they haven't beaten the older ones either. The only so, kid you just mentioned who has ever beaten me is John John Carson with that Mesmer team. Ah, Otherwise, we've beaten everybody. Maybe he'll call. Maybe he's the special guest. Maybe he's going to be my assistant coach. <laughs> he's, hey. You know what? He uh, Coach K just put him on the staff. No, at he Mesmer. didn't. No, he didn't. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah. I, yeah. He That's, said he, there is there's I I got to I was blessed to coach him with uh, my oldest son Sean they were they were teammates on playground elite and uh, that family Judy and, oh, and Johnny they they raised a heck of a, and and their other son Jeff um, he comes to the Mesmer game wearing all his his football stuff walks right by all his buddies in the student section and gives me a hug that's a yeah. class kid class kid where you get to a break I'm gonna kick all you guys in our microphone off for a segment and I'm gonna talk to these seniors about this team. Maybe I'll put you guys in the in the hallway so that they'll be honest with you. There's a dump button, right? Seven second dump button. <laughs> Which one do I is it the Michael kid again I gotta worry yeah. about? Michael Connor. Yeah. Marco Humphrey I'd pay attention to too. <laughs> you can, we're gonna do that on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio one oh five seven FM the fan. Oh holy night the stars are brightly Shining. It is oh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
I'm Mike McGivern. We're joined by four seniors from the Brookfield Academy team. And uh, look, these guys have been through the war a little bit. I kicked Clary and his his uh, son out. Coach Cooks, he's, uh, I don't know, rolling around the station somewhere. He's stealing. No, he's not stealing stuff. He's never stole anything in his life. We're joined by four of these seniors, and I'm looking forward to getting some conversation going about playing at Brookfield Academy. Marco Humphrey, Jack Falzone, Robbie Linnell, and Michael Connor. Michael, let's uh, let's start with you. How's it going? I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited to be here. I heard about the opportunity. Couldn't yeah. wait to get on the show. Man, that's good. You uh, they told me you're the guy that I should start with because you don't mind talking a little bit. Um, talk talk about this year's team. You guys, senior leaders, uh, feeling pretty good about the direction you guys are going. I I am. Last year we came off a great season. Just fell short to Dominican. They get us. They get us every year. This year. Same guys back, more experienced, more talented, super excited to get it going. And we're gelling really well right now after this Washington game. So I can only see us getting better from here. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think we are too at Martin Luther. You get a team like Washington and beat them um, and, or get close. Like you guys did a one-possession game with two minutes to go. You got to feel pretty good about about that. Marco Humphrey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Man, come on a little closer to that microphone. Six-foot guard. Are you a guard? Yeah. Yeah, you yes. shoot the ball a little bit or pass the ball a little bit? I like to pass the ball, but I, I like to shoot. Coach don't let me, though. He, he doesn't let you? Well, I can have that conversation. He's probably, he might not even be listening right now, so I'll have that conversation. Can you shoot it a little bit? Um, Pull up. Yeah. Not a pull up game. Um, Three, uh, not my range yet. That's I'm working right. on it, though. You uh, Are you a multi-sport athlete? Um, or are you a basketball no. guy? Strictly basketball. Strictly basketball. Um, this year's team, and we we're t- I just with Michael Connor, as as seniors, you guys are the leaders on this team. So this is your team in this group that that I'm talking to right now. Feel good about the direction and how hard you guys have worked in the off season together, stuff like that. I feel great. Um, me and Aiden played. <clears throat> sorry about no, that's that. That's all right. Me and Aiden played together um, AAU on Playground Elite. So for the past three years, I've been with the Clarys, um summer school year. So. They became my second family. Um, and then playing with these guys in the summertime is always fun yeah. because Coach is not on us as hard as he would be during the season. And he, uh, should, and, and he can't be because, you know, there's certain WIA rules that yeah. we all follow as coaches. So that means I can shoot a bunch of Most threes. Of yeah. Oh, yeah, you shoot a lot of threes? Yeah, I shoot a lot of them. <laughs> um, but this year the guys are more focused. Um, I looked at Aiden after the game um, when we lost to Dominican in March and – he just gave me the nod, like, next year we won't feel the same way. Um, and then I knew from there, when you look at a guy or you look at your teammates and you see they have the same competitive drive that you have, it's like it gives you confidence in the team. That's a really good point. I yeah. agree with you on that. You can tell. You can tell by body language what's in the guy's eyes um, if, if he's going to go to war with you or not. And I think that, that that's a really good point. Hey, Jack, uh, Jack Falzone's 5'10 guard, right? That's right. Yeah, you, uh, Jack. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about you. How many years you've been playing basketball with at Brookfield Academy? Uh, I've been playing since freshman year. Did you go to Brookfield Academy? Did you go to the, the grade school as well? I did not. I came from Franklin High School or the public schools. Really? Yeah. To Brookfield Academy. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah, big difference. Are you a multi sport athlete? I am. Yeah, what? I play soccer. Yeah, how's the soccer program? Uh, it's. 
pretty good. I mean, who's last, the head coach? Lee Rogers. Man, I told you during the break. Big fan. Yeah. Huge fan. You know, you guys, I don't know because he doesn't talk about it. He was a phenomenal athlete when he was younger, and he probably still is. Yeah, he still is. But when when I worked for the Wave, he was one of the players. And I'll tell you a quick story. We had a guy named he was five foot six. They call him Fast Eddie Henderson, and he, people all thought he was the fastest guy in the league. And this kid used to talk a lot. Lee, who never talked, finally said, "You know, I'm faster than you are." And Lee had this big knee brace on, and he was a thicker, strong kind of soccer player. And he, Eddie Henderson, man, said, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. He said, I'm just telling you. So they had a race, and, and it got to be a big deal. Like, people in the front office came and watched, and Lee smoked them. And never said a word about it. Just walked off, kind of gave him a high five, walked off, went in the locker room, and never talked about it again. And that's the kind of guy he is, man. He's a really good man. You tell him I said hello, okay? Yeah. We'll do. Hey, I, and I've talked to these other guys. You feel good about this group. Um, what about being a senior? What did you learn from the seniors and the older kids in the past as far as being leaders that, that you've gained to be a good leader on this team? Uh, just setting the example, you know. We try to set the example for the younger kids and make sure they follow us, do exactly what we do. So, man, I, I think it's important that uh, that you guys keep that that <clears> – <throat> Look, ninety and five in the conference. You don't want you don't want to go backwards in this thing, right? Hey, Robbie, let's talk to you as well. Six three forward. You're, you you get after it on the boards, or you shoot, or what do you do? The uh, coach just wants me rebounding. He, well, <laughs> he's in charge, right? Are you kind of like Marco? Like you want the green light? You want to start shooting a little bit? I mean, I'd like to, but I mean that's not really my role this year. Well, you know what? He's not here. And listen, I'm going to tell you and Marco, you got the green light. Just start pulling it. Just start pulling threes. Do what you got to do. You watch how quick you get to the bench, and then when you get to the bench, say, but, hey, Mr. McGivern said that I had the green light. I was supposed to shoot the ball. Hey, this uh, this Brookfield Academy school itself, they they uh, they come out and, and they certainly support this basketball team to the fullest, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they come out, and uh, you guys have theme nights and all that stuff. Marco, let me go back to you real quick. Theme nights, you guys get uh, – the student body comes out and supports you? Yeah, the student body um, uh, supports us. I'm sorry. No, it's all um, right. It's fun, you know, hearing the guys behind you, the girls too. But th- when they come out to the games, you hear them, they're on the floor. And it's like a Bucks game, you know, the hey, fans are very loud. Hey, Marco, you know the girls like the boys that score a lot. Maybe that's why you got to shoot a little bit. I mean, I score. There, there I you? score. Yeah, I Those score scores. just – I don't have to shoot a lot of jumpers. Coach told me that even if my friends want me to. Yeah, it's about know. winning, and I'm a person. I harp on winning. Like, it's a culture I'd Especially BA. this year. You know what? This senior year, man, you guys, you got a lot of basketball ahead of you. But understand that, and I don't know who will play at the next level and who won't, but I harp on this a lot that I, I truly believe this, guys, that playing basketball at the high school level might be as good as it's going to get. Unless you're going to to Wisconsin or Marquette or North Carolina, Duke, playing at at Brookfield Academy, uh, you know, take all this in, man. Every home game, take snapshots with your mind because this is this might be as good as it gets. Um, and look, you want to play into into March as long as you can. Get up to the Cole Center, get that gold ball, and then when you come back together, five years. 10 years and 15 years you got something to talk about is that that's certainly the goal michael correct that is the goal that's the goal every year 
coach said when we finally win state, he's going to build a big disco ball case <laughs> in the middle of the gym and let that thing shine 24-7 over our gold ball. So I'm just waiting for that to happen. And th- this, t- this team may do it. Yes, this team. And that's good stuff, guys. We're gonna get, I'm going to get you guys back. Here's what I want you to think about. You guys have got a lot of basketball to play yet, but in, the, in your time at Brookfield Academy, your best memory when it comes to basketball, it could be a bus ride. It could be, you know what, in the parking lot playing one-on-one. Whatever it is, just give that some thought. Later in the show, I'm going to bring you back and ask you your best memory playing basketball at Brookfield Academy. I Let me tell you one thing. I had some kids from Martin Luther, baseball guys, seniors, and I thought it would be, oh, we won this game or we did this. The one kid's a catcher. He said, my, my favorite baseball memory is my buddy Dakota, who was in the studio here, was pitching. I was catching, and a guy hit one so far, it went out of the park, and it rolled up on the Walmart parking lot. And he says, it's the farthest ball I've ever seen hit. I go, that's your favorite memory? He goes, I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. That guy sent one, and he launched it across the street to the Walmart parking lot. So, you guys, it doesn't all have to be I hit a game winner, I set a pick, got a rebound. You just think about your favorite memories. Guys, let's get to a break. I'm going to have Coach Clary and Coach Cooks join me. We have a special guest coming up on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. They told me, a newborn king to see, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Our finest gifts we bring, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Well, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host, he's David Cooks, former head coach at Marquette High, assistant at Concordia, and author, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose, Go to davidcookspeaks.com. It'd be a great Christmas gift. You know, David, I, I love, and as long as we've coached, I love running into people that have good things to say about coaches. One of my favorite things. And I ran into a guy a couple weeks ago that I'm a big fan of this guy, in fact. And, and now we're starting to work together on a project. And uh, we got done with this meeting, and we are leaving. He said, hey, can I talk some high school basketball with you? I said, sure. He said, can I talk to you about a coach that I have a tremendous amount of respect for? I said, of course. He said, I love Pat Clary. I love him. He's done, he has done so much for my family and my daughter. And I said, that's awesome. So I reached out to Evan Zeppos. And I said, Evan, would you come on today for a couple of minutes? So let's talk about Pat Clary. And he said, of course. Don't tell him I'm coming on, though. Hey, Evan, how you been? I'm good this morning. The only bad thing was... And Pat's kids lose last night. They were in that game all the way until the end. Yeah, it great he, game. It, it was a good game, and and uh, Pat had those guys uh, fully prepared to play against Washington. Yes, they did. Hey, Evan, when when we had that conversation, and and you just talked so so highly of of Pat and and what he meant to you and your family and your daughter, I reached out and said, would you just come on for a few minutes and share some of the thoughts that you have about. Look, as coaches, we hear a lot of negative stuff. You know, we hear all that in in the crowd and people, you're not playing my kid enough. You're not playing my kid in the right position. You should have put him on varsity. He's not JV. You put him on JV. He should be on varsity. You know, all of that stuff. And so it's really refreshing for me to hear from somebody like you and your daughter. What Look, Coach Clary's a tough guy. 
So he, he expects a lot from his basketball players, and she went through that grind and became a really good basketball player and loved playing for him, correct? She loved playing for him, and I only have praise for Pat Clary and what he does with those kids. And if you listen to the kids who were on, Mike, Jack, Marco, and who was the last one, Robbie? Yep, Robbie. Yeah. But Marco hit the nail on the head where he said, this is my second family. And my daughter paid for, played for Pat for four years, and she started the first year on the bench, and she didn't like that. So she had to work her way into the starting lineup, which she did in her second year. But, you know, under Pat, and, you know, Mike, when you and I talked about this, we I didn't know you were in coaching. I didn't know you had a radio show. I didn't know you had, you know, friendship with Pat. But what a great guy. He's a great coach. He's a great leader. He's a great example. And, He's taught my daughter more than anyone else has, and she's had some great teachers, but she's really benefited from Coach Clary, both on the court and off the court. And when she comes back, she lives down in Nashville, Tennessee, teaching fourth grade. Now we're trying to get her to coach, and I know we'd like to do that, Pat. But one of the one of the things we do every year is we make sure we go see Coach Clary. And it's just, just it, it has to be done the impact he's had on her. And that's that's just not talk. That's really the way it is with Pat. You know, I and I agree with you. When when you got a guy like Marco Humphrey that says that and he says, Look, this is this is my second family, I don't know what more as coaches we could want than from a young man to, to sit on this microphone, go live on the radio and say, Look, I've been with the Clares now for four years and this is my second family. I don't know if there's anything else as coaches we can accomplish than than that. Well, I think the other thing you said, Mike, that was really great advice for these kids is that look around when you have a jump ball or when you're at the free throw line. These will be the best memories of your life. These will be something special. And granted, you know, Pat's got a, a great team and they could go quite far this year, but just that day-in and day-out game that these kids play, it's its so pure. I didn't miss the Bucks playing uh, Golden State last night. I had a great time at Washington High School watching Pat's kids compete. That's good stuff. Patrick, this is this was a special guest, and, and, and the reason I you know, I brought him on was when, when we stood, and it was freezing cold, we stood in this parking yes, lot, and I finally met a guy that wants to talk more about basketball than I do, and it's Evan Zeppos. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think that actually – I told my wife I finally met a guy, and she's like, don't bring him over because I'll never get a word in edgewise. But you know what? When he when he said this about you, um, it just warmed my heart because, again, you know, Pat and David, as, as coaches, we hear all the other stuff all the time. So you, you've got to know that you got a big fan in him, Pat, and what you did, um, you know, as a coach for him and his family and his daughter was, was top-notch. Yeah, that, he said some very kind things, and I appreciate that, Evan. Um, in my former life, you know, I was a police chief. I, I ran a drug unit, and if I took you around, I couldn't show you any widget I made or anything I I did. You know, I could take you to a, a drug vault and show you stuff I seized, but I it was it was a difficult because I wasn't wired like that. But now I could show you Christina Zeppos and say, look how she turned out, and I was a small part of that. Right, you know, I I can show you any one of my former players. I'm like I'm I'm so proud of all of them, and I do. I treat it like a family, and we 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 kind of misuse that term a lot, and we kind of throw it around, and then we don't actually follow through on that. You know, I we I genuinely care 
you know, in, in their future and, and to see how they do turn out because that, that at the end of the day, that's, that's why we all do it. I hope, you I know, know, not, not for the 36 cents an hour we make. You know, even at Brookfield Academy, thirty six cents an hour. You got a raise. You, I got a raise this year. And some Wendy's gift cards. <laughs> and man, he's living quit good, saying that because my phone's blowing up. I don't. You didn't give me enough cards. I, maybe I'll have a few more for you. Now that Ze- if Zeppo's likes you, go. Let me just let me just mention. I've, I've now watched Pat and his program for more than ten years. I think I'm pretty close to about ten years. And, he just runs an incredible program down there, and not only on the court but off the court. He does care about these kids. You don't get someone like my family, someone like Jack Calzone or Mike Connor to say the things they're saying without really having an impact on them, both on the court and off the court. And Pat, you and I know yesterday was a great example of that. Yes, and I appreciate you coming, and that means a lot to me when I see. You know, you sitting there in the stands, and we used to we used to have a nickname for you. We called you Mister Front Row because at every game <laughs> you is. were courtside. You were courtside for no matter what the game. Hey, Evan, th- Evan, thank you so much. We got to get to a break for a couple minutes of your time. I look forward to working with you on the project that we're working on uh, together. We we had a big week, and uh, I appreciate your your time on that, and really appreciate you and the kind words that you have for for Pat Clarion coming on the show today. Happy to do it, Mike. Look forward to seeing you next week. You got it. That's Evan. Thank you, Evan. Get to a break. Other side of the break, Paul Combs, head basketball coach at Carroll University, is going to join us at 1115. Major Tim Meyer, just for a couple minutes from the Salvation Army, we'll talk to him. And then 1130, Bob Letch, former head coach at Racine St. Catharines. And we're going to talk to these boys from Brookfield Academy, find out their favorite memory so far uh, playing at Brook Academy. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the state is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Now, with former Marquette High and Concordia University coach David Cooks, here's 1057 FM, the fans, high school insider. Big time, Mike McGivern. Well, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. As always, presented by our friends at your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Alongside my co-host, he's David Cooks, Marquette High Coach, Concordia University Coach, and author. Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose, davidcooksspeaks.com. Hey, we're going to reach out to Paul Combs in a couple of minutes. Um... David, when, when, when somebody asks you what the book is about, uh, what do you tell them? Well, I really tell them it's a book that um, deals with how to leverage endings into beginnings and, and how to really move forward in the face of adversity and not make a lot of excuses along the way. It's also a book about teamwork and how people have um, invested in me as a person, as a, as a young man, that helped me become the person I am today. So there's a lot of different messages, but... But it's going to inspire you to to uh, dream big and, and do big things. Oh, it's 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 an inspiring book, and in all kidding aside, it really is just a very inspiring book. And it at, and, and and Pat, I don't know if you've had a chance to read it, but I would I would clearly pick it up, and uh, and maybe pick up copies for the boys on the team because I've known David a really long time, and I called him fifteen times while I was reading the book. 
saying, I, I didn't know. I didn't know this. How did I not know this about you? And he's like, man, just keep reading. Just don't quit bothering me. Just call me when you finish. <laughs> then 10 minutes later, I call him again. I go, are you kidding me? You did this? And if, uh, yeah, it's it's been like an incredible journey that he's been through that I didn't know three quarters of the stuff that he's gone through. And the thing that, that gets me every time is he makes this look easy. He makes this life that he has look easy to the point that kind of, Till I read the book, kind of forgot he was in a wheelchair. It's just David. He's just, you know, I take we go fishing every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. You know that kind of stuff. And then I read the book, and it's like, holy cow, the stuff that he's gone through and he goes through on a daily basis. I don't know about. Yeah, I've I've known David a long time, and um, I'll see him in gyms, and that's I make it a point to go over and speak with him. Um, I enjoy having conversation with him. I learn something. You know, he doesn't. He's not outwardly sharing of everything, so you have to have that conversation and get to know him. And and when he shares stuff, you just leave like going, "Wow." I asked him one time. I said, "You get nervous coaching?" He said, "No, I get nervous preaching." And I said, "Excuse me." He said, "I get a little nervous if I'm preaching, but I don't get into coaching. This is fun stuff." So yeah, the best the best coaches have that preacher mentality. And I, I could I could leave you a list right now, and 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 David's on that list. Those are the guys that really impress me. That's awesome. Pick up the book, Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose. Our next guest, head basketball coach, he just walked off the court. They just got done with practice. We'll find out how your boy did in practice right now, Claire. <laughs> yeah, Paul Combs, head coach at Carroll University. Coach, how you doing, pal? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, what kind of practice did the Clary boy have today? <laughs> well, thank goodness he's got his mom's jump shot. So that's important. Great answer. <laughs> All those Clary nah, boys have their mom's jump shot. Yeah, no, nah, he's he's coming back. You know, he's been battling a severely sprained ankle that happened uh, in the second half of the Marquette game, and you know he's he's still trying to really get back to the to the swing. Everyone talks about the recovery process, you know, getting your ankle healthy, but then they forget about all the conditioning and all the other things that you know when you're out of the college game for four weeks, it takes some time to get your you know, get your motor back into game action. But, um, you know, he's, he's certainly getting closer to, to being 100%, and that's uh, that's an important piece for us, especially at the point that spot. Hey, uh, Coach, you've gone through a little bit of a, a bump here, uh, lost a couple in a row. Uh, you get Milliken College. Is that today at 4 o'clock, correct? Yeah, playing at home. Milliken, uh, you know, is, is, is fighting. Uh, they're both, they're, both of us have had two tough games. I, I don't know. Um, you know, if there's a Division three school in the country that's had a harder start of the season, um, you know, as we had, is with playing four ranked teams and, and then obviously opening up with Marquette at the five serve and then playing it, which I think is an NCAA team at Bradley, both exhibition games. So, you know, we, when you do the schedule you know, 12 to 16 months out, you don't realize that, you know, you're going to have some bumps along the way with injuries and, and some, some of those things. But uh, certainly – the opponent is not really concerned about uh, the injuries or uh, your tough schedule. They, they want to win as bad as you do. So we uh, we have an opportunity to protect home court today and and uh, get back on the on the right side of the column. And and um, you know we've had a, a pretty good week of practice. And you know our two our two losses in our conference have been against uh, the number three ranked team in the country, Augustana, on their home floor, and then North Central, who's 20th in the country, on their home floor. We played played two good games just. Uh, you know, they just made a few more plays down the stretch than we did. 
Hey, Pat, um, look, as coaches, we're always very um, particular who's going to coach our sons at the next level. And um, when we talked off the air and we talked about Coach Combs and, and, and your son having a good experience right now at Carroll University, I, I'm a big fan of Carroll. In fact, they're a client of mine. So I'm on the campus a lot, and I love the vibe that I feel every time I go on that campus. Your son's enjoying his, his stay there? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, as a parent and then as a coach, you, you people say all the time, well, you, you shouldn't choose a university based on the coach. I totally disagree with that. Um, you know, this is, this is a man um, who's going to have influence over my son um, probably as much or more with the amount of time they spend together over the next four years. He's going to help shape and develop and, uh, you know, influence my, my Ryan in becoming a, a, you know, a strong, independent young man. Right. And I couldn't ask for a better guy in that job as far as having Paul Combs as the uh, head coach for uh, his next four years. Hey, Coach, it's uh, Cooks here. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing all right. How are you? <laughs> Good. Hey, hey. Since we're talking about players right now, and I, I like to ask college coaches this when, when they're on, on our show, what are the things that you're looking for uh, as you're going out recruiting young men? You know, what are the qualities and the characteristics? Obviously, I know they can play. They need to have a skill set. But what are some of the intangibles that you look for as you go out and, and look for uh, re, uh, recruits for your program? Well, that's a great question. I, I think for us, uh, you know, it starts, everyone wants to talk about size and athleticism. I think that's all really important things. But if you don't have a motor, then, you know, you're, you're limiting your opportunities to use that ability. So we, we first look for, you know, a guy that's got a great motor, um, wants to get in the gym, do things, you know, do more when nobody's watching, um, sort of be a self-made player. That's sort of the division three model. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be a leader in your field of study. You gotta be great in the community. Um, you gotta you gotta be willing to be an ambassador for for the university and and uh, you gotta continue to work on your game. Um, you know, there's if you're six seven and you're long and you're athletic and and um, you know you're lighting up the AAU circuit, you're probably going to Marquette or you're going to Wisconsin, you know, or another Division one school. So you know, we we take kids that are um, very well rounded that uh, you know do have great motors um, and if for whatever reason maybe have, have been under recruited or overlooked or late bloomers or playing a really good team or playing a small town or whatever you want to but there's a fit you know there's there's a place for for guys that want to work hard and and um, certainly you know division three is about playing for the love of the game and uh, these kids are getting zero dollars uh, athletic scholarship. So they're playing because they truly love the game. They love being around their teammates. Um, they thrive in competition. And like Pat just mentioned, you know, our goal is much more than basketball. Our goal is, is molding young people to get ready for the real world. You know, we got to embrace some of the things that are going on in our program right now. We've had a couple tough losses against some really good teams. Okay, well, you know, basketball is tough. The way you, you know, way you graduate, walk across that stage and you get into the real world. You know, we gotta, we gotta get our guys to, 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 you know, really enjoy, you know, taking this and meeting it head on. And and uh, and then a family person. You know, we really coach. We look for guys that are, um, you know, really committed, um, come from good families, um, and uh, you know, that have a desire to get better uh, because. We are limited in what we can do at the Division Three level as far as skill work in the offseason. Um, we have a lot of quiet periods as far as what we can because we're so academic-focused. 
So you really have to have self-motivated players. You have to have guys that want to be in the gym and, and want to do more when nobody's watching. And I can tell you that Clary Kid is one of those kids because I already I always know he's in the gym because he's the only guy that plays country music or Tom Petty or anybody on his blog. <laughs> so I know that Clary's in the gym because uh, he's one of the few guys that, that plays the music that I like. Man, that's uh, that's awesome. Hey, Paul, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate a couple of minutes of your time. Uh, we'll get you on later in the year. Uh, I, I just think the the world of, of Carroll University and the stuff that you guys do and the fact that, you know, you look at your roster and three-quarters of it's Wisconsin kids. You give kids from our area and our state a chance to play at the next level, and I really appreciate that. I think, that, you know, when, when the kids from this area – wants to play at the next level and and has that love and spirit for the game and'll get in the gym and make you know will get better and wants to play at division three I like the fact that you give our kids a chance to play so thank you for doing that well I'm a bit biased you know I've been in Wisconsin almost my entire adult life I love the high school coaches in the state I think it's becoming a much more appreciated state as far as high school student athletes when you look at the recruitment over the years and all the guys going to scholarship and playing in the WEAC and playing in CCIW and playing in the MAC. You know, there's just really good small colleges in this area and you just got to find the right fit. You know, but who wouldn't want to get a great education, play with, uh, you know, really talented teammates and, and um, have a great experience and, and memories that will last a lifetime. You got it. Paul Combs, head basketball coach at Carroll University. Paul, thanks again. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Likewise, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You got it. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we uh, we reached out to Tim Meyer for Salvation Army. If we get a hold of him, we'll spend a couple minutes with him. If not, we're going to talk. Uh, we'll continue to talk with Pat Clary, the head basketball coach at Brookfield Academy. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coach, show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Buffer music brought to you by my co-host. He is David Cooks. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside David Cook's author, Coach David Cook's Getting Undressed from Paralysis to Purpose, and our special in-studio guest. He's a good one, Patrick Clary, head basketball coach at Brookfield Academy. Asked his son Aiden to join us this segment as well. Hey, Coach, so I'm going to ask these kids uh, their favorite memory of playing at Brookfield Academy. I, I'm wondering what yours is, and I know there's a lot of them for you. Um, but as a coach at, at a school like Brookfield Academy, if I ask you your favorite memory of being the coach in that building, what would it be? Oh, and when you said that, I, I just had like this uh, like wave of thoughts and, and memories come over. But I think the bottom line is um, the thing I enjoy the most is our my very first game um, when I took over for Dave Von Reeden. Sure. Um, I had five. Five players go to one restaurant to eat at before a game. Two went to a guy's house. Three went over here. Another three stayed in the cafeteria, and we were splintered. So right after that, I said, enough of this, um, and we started hosting team meals. Right before the game, um, everybody to my house, um, my wife, who just liked 
like you, I outkicked my coverage by a mile. <laughs> sure you did. Um, Trust me. <laughs> and and we have and we sit down. It's an opportunity. We we'll we'll pray together. We'll eat a meal together. We'll look at each other. There's no phones allowed, um, and we hang out. And I think that's when they're laughing, and whether they're they're competing on uh, 2K or is it Fortnite or whatever the heck that is, and they're yeah. laughing and loud. Those are the memories they're going to remember having a good time together. And, and I get to be a part of that and get to share in that. You know, it's interesting you brought up the pregame team meal because and I, we talk about it because our, our sponsors, Wendy's and Chili's and Perkins and Fazoli's, we, Paul and I, Coach Wallersheim and I met with them for an hour at their office and said, look, we struggle with this. And because we have kids that, 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 that are scattered all over the place, how do we do this three hours before game time? And they put a plan together for us. That's awesome. And they said, look, Here's what you'll here's here's what we recommend. It used to be pasta, you know, the day of. Now it's the day before. Now it's all protein based, and uh, they put a nice deal together for us. And we believe, like you do, that coming together as a team prior to it is really important. And I want to thank those guys because they they have they, they put together some pretty good food for us. So our guys are looking forward to hanging out. Because mm-hmm. they know three hours before they get to eat. That was important to you too, that, David. That was really important. I didn't get to do that as much at Marquette High as I did when I was on the East Coast coaching because I was in a smaller community. And we would have pasta dinners and that kind of stuff. We weren't very good. Maybe some of the worst basketball I've ever been involved with. <laughs> but, um, Man, you ate well. <laughs> but I ate well. And uh, But that was one of the things we did. We started having uh, uh, pasta dinners uh, with, with at, at each player's home from time, throughout the season. And uh, I think those little bitty things, coaches underestimate the significance of something that simple and how that creates family. And like you said, we throw that word around, mm-hmm. and but you got to follow through. And that's one of the ways you can follow through on that because families do win championships. They, yeah. they really do. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, Aiden, I, I asked you to join us. Um, one, because I'm going to ask you your, your, your best memory so far, but WBY shootout's coming up. And I, I just think as, as kids, I hope you don't take – that for granted what a cool event that is and and to be able to play in that event and and i don't think you do because your dad accepts the invitation every year but uh december 27th 28th and 29th and and you guys play um against mineral point and manitowoc lutheran a chance to play against good competition that you normally aren't going to get a chance to play against um you like playing in those those tournaments like you did last night those showcase things? Yeah, it's just another opportunity, and, and it just ramps up the uh, the play, and it's it's just great, uh, great like, atmosphere to be in, and it just brings out the best in us, and then the opponent, and it just makes a good game. Yeah, I I agree with that, and and look, our conference, you know, is maybe a little top heavy sometimes. Your conference is certainly top heavy as well, and and Pat, you have to go find places like like the WBY shootout to play against really top-notch competition to get ready for the the, the playoff run. Yeah, I mean, Mark Miller does a great job up there, the WBY staff, um, the volunteers, the school sponsors. Um, you just, when you preach um, culture of excellence and culture of discipline and culture of toughness, you have to look for opportunities to put that, everything you put into that type of work on display. And the WBY fulfills that in everything possible. Um, having Rick Majerus's name attached to it um, as as a south side of Milwaukee guy growing up and w- having Rick Majerus come into Thomas Moore um, with with Murata and, and oh, those yeah. guys. I mean, 
just that just to be associated with that family and, and an event like that, we look forward to it every year. Yeah, I agree with that, Rick. And and the fact that the Rick Majerus Family Foundation does what they do, um, and Mark, the, how hard Mark Miller works at this event and putting together, you know, the yearbook and all of that. Brookfield Academy plays the 28th and 29th, both at 10:30. Uh, the 28th they play against Manitowoc Lutheran, and on the 29th they play Mineral Point. You can go to wbby.com for ticket information wbby.com for ticket information i think it's ten dollars a ticket something like that but you buy that ticket and they don't kick you out three games after and tell you to buy another one you go in at nine o'clock you can stay all the way till nine o'clock that night is the tip off for the last game if uh if you want to come see martin luther play let me tell you we're going to be out there 7 30 yeah i'm going to yell at miller i don't want to play brookfield central you seen those guys yeah they're skilled they're very good the now kid and they're uh, really well coached. Well, they're really well coached. Hopefully Wondry. he's not listening, but Wandre, I tell him he's a rotten coach. He's a really good coach. Yes, he is. And then uh, seven thirty on the 29th against Brookfield East. Yeah. Oh, you get bro- you, oh, man. Well, you played us Co- last coach year, Rush. so now you have now you have all the Brookfield schools with yeah, you. We got all of them. We got all of them. We uh we did play you guys last year. Yeah, you, about at that. Uh, Hank Raymond's at tournament. The, yes, at Pius. That was a good game. Yeah, man, right you down got us the right wire. at the end. The year before that, we played you at the WBY shootout. Yeah, that's when I had uh, my seven-foot center roll his ankle. and Oops. A little different. Mm, too a little bad. different. Too bad. I don't remember that part. I just remember the score. Yeah. No, I don't remember yeah, the score. Yeah, you do. Don't, I know you do. I don't remember the final. I know that the <laughs> clock didn't stop for a while. You were not happy. No, that that hurt. The seven-footer would have made a difference. That kid was good. Where, where's he playing? He's not anymore. He's not? Yep, he's not really? anymore. Hey, before we get to a break... Young man, your your best memory so far playing at Brookfield Academy, what would that be? Um, I'd have to say last year, um, one of the most recent memories would be we played at LCL, and we were down Marco. Marco wasn't playing with us. Came down on the wire. We were, I think we were tied up the last couple of seconds. I hit a floater, but I, didn't re- I don't really remember that. I just remember how ecstatic my teammates were, and they just came, gave me hugs. And now the, the the LCL fans were just nodding their heads. Yeah, that's what I remember. That's an awesome memory. You don't remember the shot so much. You remember the response from your teammates. Yeah. I like that. Good for you. He is uh, Aiden Clary. He's averaging, I don't know, I look, 25 a game, something like that, to kick and straight up score, man. He's a good basketball player. And this Brookfield Academy team is awfully good. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Bob Letch. Head basketball coach at Racine St. Catherine is going to join us for a segment. And then I'm going to get those seniors on, Pat, and I'm going to ask them their favorite memories uh, playing for you and playing at Brookfield Academy. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. Cooks, we're multi we're multi-media stars. Look at I tell you what, media I, moguls. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're a better radio guy from a from a trust me, an appearance way, standpoint, way, way or better radio. TV guy. Hey, we we just uh, during the break we uh, we were able to tape a segment for a TV show called The Athlete. Uh, that I'm on every week, and and Craig Harden is in studio with us. And if you haven't seen the show. 11 o'clock Sundays on Channel 24 and My 24. 
And uh, it's a really good show. I tape it, get home from church, watch it just before I watch NFL football. And uh, I'm really proud to be part of this thing, you know, to be on it with Craig. And, and I'm, I've been a big fan of his for a long time. And now that he's doing this show called The Athlete, again, on my 24, every Sunday at 11 o'clock. And uh, you know what? I've never seen you dress so good for radio, man. Look at you. <laughs> All of a sudden, you knew. I told you Craig was coming in. You got a sport jacket. and A little mock turtleneck. A here, little mock you know. turtleneck. You're... So let me, let me before in all seriousness, I appreciate that opportunity and, yeah, you and, bet. Uh, and, and your support for, for me over the years as a coach. Uh, and now with the book and all the things that we're doing. So oh. I'm just honored to, to be here and love what I do. Look, you're a good man. And, uh, and Pat Clary, uh, Bob let you, you know what, I, I try to hang out with guys like you guys because, uh, first of all, you're all Hall of Fame guys. It makes me look good. And uh, But if you get a chance you know, you, to, to hang out with guys with good hearts that do this game of basketball for the right reason, it makes it a lot easier. And our next guest certainly does that. A week ago Friday, I went down to to, to, to watch St. Catharines play because we play them today at 4.30 at Greendale Martin Luther. Get there early, might be sold out. Anyway, it just uh, there's a plug. But I got there, and, and they were dedicating the gym floor at St. Catharines. It's John McGuire uh, Gymnasium, Bob Letch floor. And I got there just in the perfect time to watch this, and it was very emotional. It was very emotional for Bob. And for Mrs. McGuire, and it was emotional for the people in the stands. And I was emotional because I've been a fan of Bob Letch's for a really long time. And I was just so proud to be there at that moment. I videotaped it, sent it to a number of other coaches, and uh, called Coach Letch and asked if I could get a couple minutes with him today to just congratulate him and tell him how proud I was to be at that that event. Hey, Bob, Bob how you doing, pal? I'm doing great. Uh... I, I appreciate uh, you coming on today. I know that uh, St. Catharines and Martin Luther are going to go at it a little bit later today. I know who you're rooting for, so there's no no surprises there. Um, but being well, down at that event, Coach, I, I know it was emotional for me. It had to be quite emotional for you. Well, it was. Uh, you know, it took a couple years to convince me to, to uh, put my name on the court, but because uh, I always felt it was John McGuire Gymnasium that encompassed the, the entire gymnasium. But a few people sat down with me, and which I who I respected, and uh, and I mean I respected the other people that tried to do it earlier. But uh, I just felt it was his. But he said, "No, you, you know, you're part of it. You know, uh, I coached for 37 years, and Coach McGuire coached for 25 years, and you know." Uh, I, I'm not bragging, but between him and I, we had 1,143 wins on that court. So, you know, it was uh, it was uh, very emotional. And, and then I got, you know, when I talked about my wife Karen and, and Coach McGuire both being in heaven, looking down, and, you know, it kind of kind of got to me. But uh, I tried not to do it. But uh, you know, that's uh, some you know two people that were very important to me and. Uh, Karen's the one that, in you know, a couple of times, I was gonna, I had chances to leave, and you know, go to a public school, and uh, she said no. She said I want you there if one of our boys go there, and I said, well, we can pay. Sure. <laughs> you no, know, I mean, and I said, you know, we'll, you know, help, you know. But she said no. She said I, I want you there, and so I respected her. She was, she was, and she's the one that brought me back to Racine because she was a Texas girl. And I thought she'd want to stay in Texas, but 
No, she loved the people of Racine. She she really uh, wanted to be here, and she wanted to see the Four Seasons. And I, I kept telling her there's only three. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's there, there is no spring, dear. Oh, you're kidding me. I said, okay. <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> you will find out. Coach, when when you got a little emotional, I was on the St. Catherine side and watching, and, and you know, you obviously were on the floor, and, and, and if you've not been to the gym at St. Catherine's, it's a marvelous place for high school basketball. It's right. one of my favorite places to coach. I just if, – if you think about what a, a gym in Indiana might be, for Indiana basketball, that's what St. Catharines is. And I was in the middle of the Racine St. Catharines um, fans, and coach, there, there was not a dry eye as far as I could see when when you, when you were talking and you got emotional about, you know, um, Mr. McGuire, Coach McGuire, and, and your wife up in heaven probably looking down and smiling at us right now. And yeah. I looked around, and it was very emotional in that. And you could, feel, I could feel the love that this. Uh, this whole section had for you, so congratulations on that. Well, thank you. I, and uh, it, it, it was an honor, you know. Uh, as, you know, I, I spent 51 years at St. Catharines and in four more years uh, in, in school, so I've had 55 years there. And at school it means a lot to me. I, I mean, I I really love the school. I love the, you know, the, the people, the students, and. Uh, you know they're they're great. Uh, they're great, uh, a great school. We are talking with Bob Letch, former head basketball coach at Racine St. Catharines, in studio. David Cooks, my my co-host, and Pat Clary, head basketball coach at Brookville Academy. Pat, coach, how you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay. Yeah. So I uh, I played basketball back in the day in the '80s at Thomas More High School oh, yeah. uh, under Fonz and uh, oh, yeah. then under Norb, um, and I just I. Just, Man, I just enjoyed coming down to the pit and playing there. It was just such a, such a neat environment, and I always remember, um, you know, like my I thought my father was probably the best dressed uh, individual I ever seen, but you were a close second. <laughs> um, and then and just the way you guys conducted things, and then you fast forward, and then I become a high school coach in the conference uh, before we split, where you guys. Uh, we became the Greater Metro, and you guys were the the Metro. And yeah. I just remember you allowing me to sit at your table during the all conference meetings, and and actually spending time and and talking to me. And it, it was like it was a whirlwind for me. So I always appreciate everything you did for me. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I I, I I I always respected the other coaches. I mean, I you know I enjoyed coming out you know before the game and you know introducing myself and. And, and talking to, to to them, you know, about whatever they want, you know, talking about basketball, talking about school, whatever it may be, and you know, that was a big part of me before a game you know, to get to talk to other coaches. I, I really enjoyed that because I respect, you know, I respect all the coaches that you know that are working with young young uh, men, you know, trying to you know getting them ready, uh, getting them going. Through school, playing basketball, and and then if they want to go on, you know, we're always there to help them go on to school or go on to play basketball and school. So, we, uh, coaches are very important to uh, to our youth today. We're talking to Bob Letch, uh, David Cooks. 
Hey, Coach, how how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing great. Uh, just a couple of quick things. You know, you gave yeah. me a couple of L's on my record, um, but you were well, yeah, L's. Yeah, losses, man. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> sorry. Gave, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, gave, you gave a lot of people yeah, L's right. on your record. Trust me. Uh, but uh, the one thing I'll, I'll have a quick question, but the one statement I'll make is you were always uh, a very gracious person. And uh, the things that you just said about always speaking and, and being kind and uh, before and after the contest. So I, I always cherish those things because uh, they mean, they always meant a lot to me. And I tried to do some of those things as well. Hey, if, if you had, and I know this is probably could be a tough question. What, what would be your greatest memory? I mean, you coached some of the greatest players to ever play in this state. Um, your record is, is phenomenal. What, what would you give me, give me your best time, your best moment. Wow. That, that's, that's hard. Uh, Oh my goodness! Uh, well, yeah, you have a lot of them. That's yeah, a whole, a whole you, bunch of them. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, what the best moment, and, and this could be uh, kind of a, not, not emotional, but I mean, in two thousand four or five, uh, we're we're in the state tournament, and we're playing. I think it was Seymour, and it was tied, and we call a timeout and. Devron Bostic was shooting two free throws, and and I said, now after Devron makes these two free throws, this is what we got to do. Cordero, you, you don't leave that three-point shooter because they're going to try to get the ball to him to shoot. And we all, you know, you get up, you put your hands together, you know, and okay, and he goes to the free throw line, and I I got my board, you know, everybody's got the whiteboard, and I took it and I put it down on the on the. Uh, on the uh, table, and my scorekeeper, Monica Duprat, was there, and, and I, I didn't know she heard this, and I said, all right, Karen, we need your help here. <laughs> oh, that's mm. awesome. And after the game, she comes, we won. She's crying. She comes to me, and I'm crying, and I got a great picture of Cordero and I. I got my hands across his, you know, his head, and we are both got tears in our eyes because we won. That was our first WIAA state tournament, you know. So oh. that was one of the, you know, the mo- you know, one of the mo- emotional uh, wins because it was my uh, my first and St. Catherine's first in the WIAA, and so uh, that was probably the number one there. Hey, Coach, uh, I really appreciate the time. I, I can't be nice to you anymore today, okay? <laughs> oh, <laughs> now, wait a minute. No, wait this, a minute. this is it. Hey, I, Come I, on. I, I'm a radio guy. They told me to be nice to you. I'm now going to cut you loose, and I'm going to see you over at Martin Luther. Hey, yeah. g- good luck. Hey, wait, just a minute now. Can you, can you reserve a, uh, a seat? <laughs> Can you reserve a seat for my son and myself? Sure. You know? Yeah, you have green and gold on, the the, the Martin Luther colors? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do it if you're going to reserve if, a seat. If you, if, <laughs> I, I'll get you a Spartan jersey to put on. I'll get you the best seat in the house, pal. Well, uh, I'll be glad to sit next to you and help you out. You know what? I can use the help. Come on. You yeah, sit I'll right tell, Tell the, you know, I'm in, I'd be glad to help you out. You, you, know? you know what? I got a feeling you might tell me some bad things because we're playing St. <laughs> Catharines. Uh, you know what? I trusted you. I trusted I w- you. I love you like a brother, man, and you're going to mess with me. He's no, Bob Ledge. I'm not, not going to mess with you. No, oh, I know I'll be, that. I'll be sitting in the, I'll be, I don't know, I'll be sitting in the corner. You know? Well, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer's coming to the game. He said, please save a seat for him because he wants to say hi to you. 
Oh, okay. So I'll yeah. do that. Hey, Coach, thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. I look forward to seeing you later on today over okay. at Greendale Martin Luther. Have a good day. Well, have, have a good game. I, I'm serious. I mean, you know, whoever wins is fine, but, uh, you know, I'm rooting for St. Cass, but I, I hope it's a good game, you know. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. They're awfully good. Thanks, well, Coach. You're loaded, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. I got to cut, a psychology we gotta right cut him loose. 20-point favorites is we what gotta, I heard. Hey, man, we, really, we got to cut him loose. I'm going to talk to these seniors from Brookfield Academy and get their favorite memories playing over at Brook Academy. This is the Wendy Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The shepherd boy to the mighty king. to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Hey, guys, we only got eight minutes, so I want to get through this pretty quick. I have four seniors play for Brookfield Academy. I'm going to ask them their favorite memory. I'm going to start with Marco Humphrey, six-foot guard. You know what? Hey, just so you know, and you didn't have uh, um, a headset on, but Evan Zeppo has talked a lot about the thing you talked about as far as this is our my second family, mm-hmm. and he was very proud of of those words. So anyway, Marco, your favorite memory, Brookfield Academy so far. Um, so last year, um, we were in the locker room. It was before a game and coach gave us three stories before each game. Um, his words inspired me to come out and play hard. I don't know if it works for other people. Right. Um, but one of his stories were was you nail his dad used to make him nail um every time he got angry, he had to nail um yeah, nail a screw into yeah. the, the fence, basically. Yeah, um, a wooden fence, and so um, to help like him calm down. Anger management. Yep. Yeah. And so um, time went on, and, you know, it was a bunch of nails in the wall. I mean, the fence. And so then after a while, when he stopped getting angry, his dad told him to take them out one by one. And so soon, all the nails were like out of the fence. Um, and so his story to me it was. Basically, you do a lot of stuff out of anger, but after that, like, you can't take away what you have done, you know, because it's still going to show. And so I don't want to go out there and do something to the world and can't take it back, basically. And he's helped me become a better person. That's a you know what I'm gonna use that and and I'll and I'm gonna say that you gave me that story, then I'll use it as my own. Man, that's a good story, Marco. Thank you for that. Hey, Jack, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good, Jack Falzone. Let's uh, let's get yours, man. Your favorite memory. Uh, it was also from last year. Uh, we have a thing on our team where if someone gets dunked on or close to dunked on, um, they have to wear a helmet for practice. <laughs> so our little big freshman from last year. Uh, I forget which game. I'm pretty Martin sure. Martin Luther. Yeah, I'm pretty Luther. sure it was Martin Luther. Xavier Jones. And um, I'm, so, I'm so, Was it Logan Lawton? That, who, Logan who, Landers. Yeah. Oh, Logan. I'm sorry for listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Xavier's not. Right. He had to wear a helmet during the practice. Yeah, yeah. And then we took a group photo with him. And do you guys have that on your phone anywhere? So, yeah, oh, we do. Man. I believe so. Logan Landers. I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it and. Maybe you can send it to me. I can show it to Xavier, get him fired up for the St. Yeah. Catharines game. That's that's really funny. Robbie, okay. Robbie Linnell, let's talk a little bit about yours, man. All right. Mine is actually my first varsity practice where I was running a drill and I kept messing up. It was a full-court layup drill with a time limit. And I was going for so long 
where it's just to the point where I puked and coach just kept <laughs> making me go through and through and I kind of woke me up because being my first varsity practice I'm like yeah this is gonna be a lot harder than you, I anticipated. You're not in Kansas anymore, kind <laughs> yeah. of like from Wizard yeah. of Oz, right? And then to make it even better, my mom ran into Coach that night, and Coach was like, hey, is Robbie okay? And I didn't tell my mom anything about the practice. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, why? And Coach was like, I was a little hard on him. And then she came back and found me later and was like, so what happened in practice? And I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't really want to tell her about it, but – have you have you thrown up at a practice since? No, no. That's the only time. Man, that's awesome. That's a that's a good memory, boys. These are really good. <laughs> Michael stuck it with you last, man. What's uh, right. your favorite memory? Uh, mine mine came from last year. Uh, it was our it was our first first round playoff game. We played USM, our biggest rival, uh, in the conference, and we beat them twice this year, twice the, in that year before. We knew it was going to be a hard game because third time you got to beat a team. It's yeah, always it's hard, hard. Very hard. I agree and, with that. But but this time we just we came out on firing on all cylinders, went up by 20, 30 points. We hit 100 points that game. Best, oh. Our best game of the year, but that's not, that's not the special part. So we had two seniors last year, uh, JC, Jack Halen, and Daniel Hallquist. Daniel Hallquist is... He's a big guy. He's 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 our hardest worker. He was the guy. He gets your offensive rebounds. He plays defense. He takes charges. He does all the dirty work for us. He doesn't complain about his role, but he also doesn't get to shoot because he's not a great shooter. And coaches okay. always like Daniel. You got to work on your shot before I let you shoot. Except Daniel wants to be a shooter, yeah. so he's always shooting threes in practice, even though he knows he's not going to get that in the game. And so we're we're killing USM. It's the last couple of minutes. Coach goes, Daniel, go get your three. So, so, um, so it's the last couple of minutes. We swing the ball to him on the wing. He's about five feet beyond the arc. Pulls the shot, hits it. The crowd explodes. Never heard the crowd that loud in my life in that gym. That's was, awesome. I was on the court at the time. It was just really special to see someone who works so hard and and knows their role on the team right. to get rewarded like that. So I just And to come through with yeah, it. Yeah. And to take yeah, make you, good on your opportunity. You understand that, that that game now on January seventeenth at U School, the, those guys all listen to this show. <laughs> just just so you know. So now they've circled that one a little bit. Thursday, January seventeenth, they they feel like they owe you a little something something. Oh well we'll be ready. We're coming at them. Yeah, I, I still want to beat USM this year too. Oh yeah, you'll 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 have to. Uh-huh. The the um, this conference that you guys are in, and I think that we'll agree that it's it is a little bit top heavy. And since you guys have only lost five times in how many years in the whole conference, uh-huh. do you guys like? And we only have two minutes, and, and, and so I can't get to all you guys. But um, let me start, Michael, really quickly. Right. Do you like being the the team that everybody's hunting? Um, because you get everybody's best game. It's difficult. So you know. I came in, we were already on top of the conference, so I've never known any different. Right. But but I, I do like it. I would I do like it because we just have to prepare that much more and we're ready for all the good teams that we have to play in Mar- the playoffs. Marco, do you know there's there's a difference between getting to the gym, getting to the court and hoping to win, and getting in the court and fully expecting to win. There's a big difference. You guys in conference, you walk on the court and you fully expect to win. And that's a big difference. Um, I love it. 
guys giving you the best shot, their yeah. best shot every night. You have to be on your best game too. You can't just come out there and be like a days ago. Guys, I can't thank you enough. Um, to thank Coach Clarion and uh, people at Brookfield Academy, I really appreciate your willingness to come in today. Hopefully he grabs those Wendy's cards and gets you something to eat after, but that's up to that's certainly up to him. Good luck the rest of the way. Next year, if I talk to you guys, you guys have a whole different memory for me. Thank right? you. Yes, sir. Yeah, finish strong, fellas. All right, finish strong. You We're bet. in that gold ball. There you go. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. Good catch, Marco. You did good. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.